So by now you've probably heard about Pete Davidson versus PETA, and you're probably wondering, what is all the fuss about? Well, we're going to kind of set it straight and give you the dog nerd take on today's show. Yes, but before we start, please like, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and thank you for all your comments. Awesome. Yes. So, okay, the Pete Davidson thing happened while I was on vacation with my mom, and at first I thought PETA was just mad that um, Pete decided to buy a dog versus adopting a dog. And then it wasn't until I got back, because, you know, I was on vacation at the beach. I was not watching news or anything. Um, I realized that he purchased said puppy from a pet store. So any listeners of our show know that um, that's probably the last place we want you to get a dog, that or just from some random person online, which is probably also from a puppy mill. So um, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, first and foremost, I think we want to extend our condolences to Pete and his family for the loss of their dog that was just two years old. That yeah. is, I've lost a dog at three years old. I've lost a dog at 17 and a half and 15 years old. It's never easy. No. But when it's surprising like that and a young dog, it, it's, it is very sad. So. Yeah, there's absolutely the, the, the reason for Pete getting the dog from his heart is different than what we're talking about today. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. So Pete left a saucy voicemail, and we'll play a clip of it here. Thank you so much for making comments publicly that I didn't adopt a dog. I just want to let you know I'm severely allergic to dogs, so I have to get a specific breed. I'm only not allergic to cavapoos and those type of dogs. And my mom dog who was two years old died a week prior and we're all so sad so i had to get a specific dog so why don't you do your research before you create news stories for people because you're a boring tired and he was fired up because he was doing something nice for his family he said he hadn't seen his mom and his sister cry like that in like 20 years mm. um so he was doing what he thought was best for his family what pete didn't know and what a lot of people don't know is that most puppies from pet stores come from puppy mills so their parents are subjected to a life of misery living inside cages, never seeing the light of day often, uh, never touching the grass, never running free. Um, They're often living in their own filth. They get very, very minimal veterinary care. Um, And this goes for some pet stores and it goes for um, like online, you know, somebody gets a slick website and they're going to ship you a dog. Yeah, some of these slicker breeders where you go on and they've got like these fancy websites and they always seem to have dogs. Yeah, always available. Yeah, that's that's a red flag right there. It's stop and think about that for a minute. If a breeder always has puppies available, okay, how many heat cycles does a dog have? Generally two a year. Mm -hmm. But they're breeding and breeding and breeding. They've got lots of dogs. I mean, there's a lot. And you, just because you have a cycle doesn't mean you should breed, right? I mean, we don't do that. (laughs) So think about these things. We want to approach all of this with a education mind first, judgment mind last, because people just don't know what they don't know, you know? Yeah, I think this is just a, a, 
an example of Pete uh, being a little ignorant to what, and that's not a bad word, by the way, ignorant, uh, just being a little ignorant to where he was shopping and what he was buying. And, and if he had it to do over again, I guarantee you he probably wouldn't. So here's the thing. So Pete says he suffers from allergies pretty bad, uh, especially when it comes to dogs. And the only breed he knows that he is not allergic to is a Cavapoo. So points for Pete there because you should never get a dog thinking that, oh, maybe this one is different. Then you're really sick all the time and then you have to give the dog back. And that causes an upheaval in the dog's life. It causes them to feel unsure and uncertain. So at least he knew that. We do want to bust the myth because I've seen lots of videos that talk about this and they say Pete needed a hypoallergenic dog. Remember, we did a video on this recently. There is no such thing as a hypoallergenic dog breed. Some breeds are less allergenic than others. Poodles are one of those breeds. So seeing that this was a Cavalier Poodle mix, it probably is okay for his allergies. So we got to bust that myth. No dog is purely hypoallergenic but there are breeds that are less hypoallergenic. So there's that aspect of it. Yeah. Um, Then we have the aspect that um, Pete said later after, you know, after a cooling off period, he said that um, he did not know that he could adopt a hypoallergenic dog and was told that, quote, it wasn't an option, and if it was, it was rare. So we're here to bust another myth for you. Sadly, because doodles and do like poodle mixes have become so popular, there are so many ending up in rescue. I see it every day. If you want to go check out Release Atlanta, they're a local rescue group here and they have poodles and poodle mixes. Um, so you can absolutely get those. The other thing is we have a much less common breed, which is a border terrier and I thought it would be very difficult to rescue one, which we were able to we do. We were able to, from, and, from, might I add, a puppy mill. Exactly. Something I never thought I would see in my lifetime because the breed is just not popular. Here in the United States. Here, oh, yeah, here in the U.S. Overseas, it's a little more yeah, popular. In England, but, unfortunately, that is more common. Yeah. So, we just want you guys to know that, you know, this I'm glad this happened. I'm not glad for the stress that it caused everybody involved, but I'm glad this happened because we're talking about it and we can tell you don't go to a pet store. Look if you if you can rescue rescue, look for breed specific rescues. So I want to tell you this. Any in the United States, any of the major breeds, so poodles, labradors, Labs. Yeah. Goldens, um, Frenchies. Yeah, they all have rescue arms because they either get they get dogs that have come back from maybe they were pet store dogs, maybe they were kind of backyard breeder dogs, or or people during the pandemic needed a, a friend and they bought a dog. That's a big problem too, and we've done a video on that too, where people during the pandemic they they bought a dog and and then they had to return it yeah and then you also have uh breeders who um they they've adopted out a dog to a family and then something happens in that family and they can't 
Yeah. They, they can't keep the dog, so then they'll rehome. Anyway, every major breed group, at least in the United States, has a rescue arm. So you can get any breed from rescue. You might have to wait. Mm-hmm. You might not be able to go pick up the dog and, you know, today because you want it today. Um, and we would say that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. The world is not Amazon, folks, unfortunately. <laughs> so Not when it comes to living beings and, yeah. you know, that that have, yeah. So um, the other thing we want to mention is that PetFinder.com is a website that rescue groups use to advertise dogs that are up for adoption. You can search by breed. You could search by gender. You could search by age. It's fantastic. Yeah, it really is. And that, that's that's where we found Dansby, right? Yep, yep, that's where we found Dansby. So, and then the final thing is, I know PETA was hammering home, you know, adopt, don't shop. And, and I understand that. But we are realistic. Mm-hmm. And we know that people are going to want to get puppies, right? So yep. where do you go? You go to a heritage breeder. So you do your homework. You uh, you ask around. You you want to go to a breeder that probably doesn't have a slick website it looks like a website from 1992 (laughs) and they have yeah and and they have uh policies in place that says hey look at any time during this dog's lifetime that you can't take care of the dog or you don't want the dog we'll take it back no questions asked you're looking for that type of breeder that is a breeder that's not a backyard breeder that's not selling to large corporations like or just mm-hmm. anybody yeah 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 and they're not selling to pet stores they're they're they love their dogs they love the breed they do it to keep the breed standards alive uh you can go and you can see the mom uh possibly the dad and you can they have the they, living conditions yeah they will tell you the whole lineage of that dog from conception of the grandparents of that dog. So and it they is, will become your friend. You know, yeah. like if they are a good heritage breeder, they're going to become your friend. They're going to guide you. You can call them if you need anything. Yeah. So there are, you know, we know we're going to get a lot of people that we, we understand the rescue heart. We just are trying to be realistic that not everybody is going to rescue. Some people want that puppy. Yes, you can rescue puppies. You can rescue certain breeds of puppies, but we we just know that not everybody is going to do that. And just like Michael said, if you go the heritage breeder route, you are going to have to be patient. You are going to yeah. want to get references. You're going to need to be vetted. So it's not something where you can just, you know. It's a wait list typically, and they don't always have puppies available. And, and so, they may ter- turn you down based may, on you yeah. Know, they not may be like you don't you don't fit you don't have you know, you have a this is a dog that needs a lot of space to run or this is a dog that needs more attention. You have a you know ten hour a day job. I don't you know there there's those sort of things where that breeder is actually looking out for what they would consider one of their grandbabies that you're going to be taking. Yeah, so, they they're going to want that home to be forever. So. There's a lot of moving parts. I think we often, I mean, Michael told me one time, he said, you know, you're so passionate about this, and I am very passionate about puppy mills. It's one of my big issues. He said, you have to understand not everybody is passionate about it. 
not everybody knows about it. Or is educated about it. Yeah. So that's kind of what we're here to hopefully do. Exactly. So we think that's what happened with Pete. He didn't know what he didn't know. He thought he was doing a good thing. And I'm sure he was shocked at the response. So hopefully Pete will use his platform to educate people about the places that you can go to get a dog, even if you're getting a specific breed. And that, you know what, it's not so rare to be able to adopt a certain breed of dog. And then also I want to say, hey, you know, I don't know that Pete will ever see this video, but our our wishes are that his old dog by the name's Rodney Dangerville, which I think is awesome because one of my favorite comedians. Said they were going to put a red yeah. tie on it. So we, can... we want him to be healthy, happy, and and um, so so there's no malice toward that toward the dog obviously the dog had no say in it so best you know best wishes i think rodney is hopefully going to live a long happy life and that uh probably hit the jackpot right there you know so so hopefully that's that's the case yeah but let's let's spread the word guys pet stores are not the place to buy anything even a toy or a bag of food for your dog we don't want to support uh, puppy farms and um, cruelty to animals. So let us know in the comments your opinions. We love getting them. And until next time, bye. Bye.